It has always been much easier because it has always seemed much safer to give a name to the evil without than to locate the terror within. And yet the terror within is far truer and far more powerful than any of our labels. The labels change, the terror is constant. And this terror has something to do with that irreducible gap between the self. One invents the self, one takes oneself as being, which is, however and by definition, a provisional self and the undiscoverable self, which always has the power to blow the provisional self to bits. That was written by James Baldwin in the early 1960s, and it comes from the book Nothing Personal, uh, a book of photographs by Richard Avedon. Welcome to this week's special of Photographic Life. It's only the second time I've done this, put out a special uh, episode between our weekly episodes. The first time was at the beginning of COVID. Two reasons for doing it. One, because I recognised that we were there at the beginning of something that was going to be historically life-changing, and also because I had a contribution by a photographer that I felt was relevant, and that contribution concerned the importance of family. This time, I'm putting out a special episode because I feel so strongly about all of the images that I've seen over the past week that have been coming out of America and that have been created on the streets of America and deal with so many different issues. I think initially a pent-up anger that so many people have with what's been going on there politically and the way in which the police are part of that situation. I think also one of the, the things that really struck me was how, after weeks and weeks of lockdown, photographers have been documenting the internal and the closed. Now, suddenly, photography was back on the streets, not in the sense of street photography, in the sense of creating images and working with light and composition and perhaps a sense of humour, but a, se a sense of documentation of the streets, the reality of the streets, and what's actually going on. I think this really brings to my mind the importance of the photographic image as fact. Now, I know that there are many discussions around that statement alone as to whether or not a photograph or a, or a piece of moving image is in fact fact. Is it real? Is it true? We can all have those theoretical and academic discussions and they're important and they're relevant. But when you're being beaten over the head by a policeman with a baton and you need proof that that thing happened, a photograph or a piece of still, a moving image, I should say, uh, that's your fact, that's your evidence, that's the proof that something happened. If you're a 75-year-old man who falls backwards and hits their head so severely that they immediately start bleeding and the police say, you slipped, it's that moving image that becomes the evidence. When the mayor of New York is stepping out and saying, no one's beating up on the protesters, it's that moving image and those stills which are the proof and the evidence that hopefully will be taken to court and used against these perpetrators of violence.
So for me, photography has never been more important. And I suppose in a sense, as I was talking to a photojournalist about this the other day, that idea of understanding the language of photography has never been more important also. We're going back to that time, aren't we, whereby the anger in the photography becomes visceral. It becomes, we can feel it. And I've noticed that on a number of the American TV channels, people have been saying, be careful about what you're about to see. You may find it upsetting. You may find it disturbing. And I can remember, as I've spoken about previously on this podcast, growing up as a child, looking at the images coming out of Vietnam, the images coming out of Northern Ireland, the images coming out of Biafra, and so many others that I, I just can't remember at this time, but that really had an effect on me. And there are images that even to this day we find troubling to watch in and to look at, even though the historical fact has now become that. It has become history. In the last week, what we've seen is UK, German, Australian and American photographers being attacked, journalists being attacked and TV crews being attacked. And I'm going to go into that in more detail in next week's podcast. But for now, I just wanted to, I suppose, put a, a line in the sand and say that on this podcast, at least, we're aware of what's going on. I've been retreat, retweeting what's been going on. And anybody who is in a situation of protest, you've got our backing. At the beginning of this episode, I mentioned that I, when I put out the special previously concerning family, I had a photographer explaining what photography meant to them, which I thought was particularly relevant for the time sitting on my hard drive. And this episode is no different. This time I want to give a platform to a African-American photographer who I think we should hear from. The 23-year-old Brooklyn-based photographer Micaiah Carter has barely been out of college a year, yet he's already photographed Serena Williams for the cover of Adweek, Kiara for King Kong magazine, Afro-punk portraits for Vogue, and advertising campaigns for Nike, Converse, and the fashion label Tom Brown. Micaiah is currently working on his first monograph, 9548 whose title refers to his and his father's birth dates, and which takes as its inspiration photographs of his father and his friends during the 1970s. Just months after graduating from Parsons School of Design in New York, Carter's work was shown at the Brooklyn Museum as part of the exhibition Black History, Black Future, a collaboration with Adidas. Carter has, in three short years, photographed numerous influential artists, including the painter Kahindi Wiley, filmmaker Spike Lee, and actress Taraji P. Henson. He currently lives in Brooklyn, and I think it's time we heard from him. Photography means to me a way of expressing yourself without having to say anything, a way to view a different viewpoint, a different perspective, a different lifestyle, a different journey. I feel like photography is boundless and with that it lets us express how we feel inside but it can also lead 
to how we see ourselves as a whole, as a community, as a nation, as a world. Photography is important to document the stages of where we are at in time. Photography gives us a chance to communicate with families and loved ones, to remember the ones that passed and remember the ones that are going to be ahead of us. Photography is important because without it, there would be no truthful documentation of what the world we live in. Um, I believe also with photography, we're able to expand the world that we live in beyond our own measures. Especially with today's world, photography is at an all-time high of how accessible it is and how, as a world now, we consume images more than ever. Photography is important in communication, and photography can limit the distances from languages that I've never been able to do before. Photography is something that's very important to me, and I cherish being able to create moments that not only revelate with me, but also with the larger community. Thank you, Makaya, for your contribution on this special episode. As I said, when I started out thinking about whether or not I should do this, I had Makaya's contribution in the back of my mind and felt that he could put much more eloquently and from a much more informed position than I could exactly how he felt and how he felt about photography's role as documentation. Even though he's working very much within a fashion, I suppose you could say also advertising uh, environment, uh, it's really great to have a young photographer like that uh, contributing to the podcast. I don't really want to pick anything up on what he said this week. I don't think there's any need to. I think it's just important that perhaps we all reflect on what we're seeing and make sure that the images that we are seeing are shared and seen by as many people as possible. That role of photography really is very, very important. I've read a number of photographers talking about their experiences over the last week. There's been some terrible examples of people losing eyes, being severely injured. And a couple of the photographers who I've read or listened to or spoken to have described the situation as being very much like a war zone, which is strange when you're sort of dealing with it. Uh, I suppose, violence and aggression in your own country. I'm recording this podcast on Saturday morning. I don't know what's going to happen over the weekend. There are a number of uh, Black Lives Matters uh, situations and protests. I do use that word situation a lot. I do apologise for that to regular listeners. But anyway, it just seems appropriate. But there are a number of Black Lives Matters um, protests being planned in the UK over the weekend and I really hope that if you're going out there and documenting them that you stay safe if you're going out and being part of them that you stay safe also that's in the UK and also in the US as a photographer we're there to document and provide evidence I saw a quote earlier in the week that said first they went for the journalists and then we didn't know what happened and I, that really kind of was very relevant to me and really hit home to me because I thought, well, yeah, exactly. If we don't have the journalists, if we don't have the photographers, and if we don't have the filmmakers there, 
Nobody knows what happened. And so photography in this point is taking on a very important role. Who knows what the coming weeks hold? After the last few weeks of COVID, suddenly we're in a situation of anger. Maybe it's part of the pent-up uh, kind of feeling that that lockdown occur, uh, created. I don't know about any of this. I'm, I'm just a man in the shed, just kind of reflect and hopefully provide platforms for people to speak out. Hence, including Micaiah in uh, this week's podcast, this special. Um, we're back on the streets now. It can be a dangerous place. Even if you're just down the road from where you live, it's really important to take care. Thank you.